selling slack, selling, selling slack, selling slack, selling, selling slack, selling slack, selling, selling slack, Memento, buying the block back. Hey Sacramento, you are listening to 97.5 FM KDEE and today is Wednesday. We are selling Sacramento. I am Agent Key and we are also broadcasting live on Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope and Twitter. And our show today, I'm excited about it. How to invest in the stock market and real estate. Go grab your pen so you can make these coins, ladies and gentlemen. The stock market is booming. There's a lot of money that was made in 2020, and there's a lot more to be made in 2021. You do not have to miss the boat. All you have to do is remove the fear, remove the doubt, remove the idea that you, if you may not understand how to do it, that you actually can learn how, that you can actually use apps like Robinhood and E-Trade and Ameritrade, which are all right at the tip of your fingers in the apps application, whatever you call it. For Google, it's Play something. And for Apple, it's Apple Store, I think. Go grab that application. Join your nearest uh, financial literacy group such as the Greater Sacramento Financial Literacy Group or Black Wealth Matters. And speaking of Black Wealth Matters, my guest today is going to walk us through how to invest in the stock market for beginners. My guest, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Michael Blair. Hey, Michael. Hey, hey. hey How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Doing great. How about you? I'm doing awesome, outstanding. I'm excited to have you on the show. I really admire your work. I admire your work ethic. I admire what you're doing in and around the community. And you are you are prevalent in the stock market area as far as that knowledge, but you do a lot of other things in the community, um, especially as it pertains to uplifting the um, African-American circumstance socially. Absolutely. So, and so I yeah. want to read for you all really quickly Michael's bio. I said really quickly. And he, there's a lot more that can be said about Michael Blair, but I'm going to just touch the surface with this. Michael serves as chief innovator at Neighborhood Innovation Project. It's a neighborhood economic development company that focuses on wealth building, wealth building education, and other benefit advancement initiatives for underserved communities. As a leader, Michael is often requested to contribute to various city, county, and state level think tanks and commissions to create solutions for community-wide public challenges. Michael holds a double bachelor's degree in business management from CSUS. Stingers up. <laughs> he also has an extensive background in marketing, brand building, and human resources for numerous Fortune 500 organizations. And Michael currently serves on the Aggie Square Partnership Advisory Board, as well as other various citywide boards. Did I get that right, Michael? Yeah, yeah, you got it. A mouthful, I know, but uh, you got it right. Thank you. Appreciate that. So what have you been up to lately? Lately, um, you know, just like everybody, um, surviving the pandemic and waiting for uh, 45 to leave. Um, but that's a whole nother story. You didn't leave this morning? You didn't see the, did you get the live shot? You know what? I didn't watch any of it, but I had to watch him actually leave the building and yes. actually get on the, on the uh, helicopter. Yeah. I had to see that part. 
Everything else doesn't really matter. Yeah. How did you feel? Felt great. Felt great. Just to see uh, progress and hope and everything kind of come back. Um, we've been stuck in this situation for too long, but you know, that's a whole political thing we could talk about forever. So. Right, right. And I don't want to politicize it at all, but I do want to say that it just, I personally felt a sigh of relief just because of everything that had, the way everything has gone down yeah. and the way our country is so divided. There were some wonderful things that he as a president did for our country and one of which we are we are having this discussion about today the the stock market the business industry it's just been ignited and depending on the market sector that the business is in they're booming yeah despite absolutely. the circumstances right yeah yeah, yeah so um, i really want to oh go ahead i was gonna say i want to uh, give you the floor on that okay yeah so i think that what we make the mistake of is we dislike a person and then we dislike every single thing about them. We have to be careful with that because if someone does something positive for the community, we have to acknowledge that, right? right. Uh, we don't have to get on a bullhorn and shout it out, but we have to realize that every single move was not a bad move, right? Um, because it's, it's just only fair. Um, all the policies that were put in place, I think it was beneficial for the folks that paid attention because right. Tax code changes, then if you figure out the tax code and get with the tax preparer who can really make that to your advantage, then you know you get to enjoy that benefit. But for some folks didn't pay attention; they kind of let that information go past them. Uh, they don't take advantage, and you know it's unfortunate. Right, I agree. Yeah, I applaud them for the good things, but then we can definitely criticize them on the on the things that weren't right. You know, right. And if we start getting into that, we can, you know, as the Bible states, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. That's right. I'm step on back. <laughs> <laughs> I, know I appreciate right. that. I want to give a shout out to those who are watching us live on Facebook Live and different channels. We see you, Miss Shanika Thomas. Hey, lady. And Miss Plachette Robinson, how are you? What's up, Plachette? Hey. hey. <laughs> She's in the building. Right, right. Yeah, she said, well, sometimes we need a bullhorn, Michael. <laughs> oh, I know that's right. And hey, and Plachette, you got that bullhorn. You got that part covered. So we appreciate that's that. Right. No doubt. That's right. No that doubt. cultural hub is our bullhorn right here in our community. We Absolutely. thank God for Plachette and for her endeavors and for her stamina, her drive. Yes. For so, years and years. That's absolutely. Right. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm going to give Michael the platform and he is going to get started on how to invest in the stock market for beginners. So this is an opportunity for you to run, grab your pencil and paper and your pad, your notebooks, wherever you take your notes, take notes. and come and tune right back in so you can make those coins. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to 97.5 FM KDEE. I am and we'll be right back. Selling slack, selling, selling slack, selling slack, selling, selling slack, selling slack, selling, selling slack, buying the block back. Hey everyone, we're back. You're listening to 97.5 FM KDEE. I am Agent Key. We are selling Sacramento, and today specifically, we are talking about how to invest in the stock market for beginners. My very special guest, Mr. Michael Blair, uh, who is the chief innovator at Neighborhood Innovation Project, y'all. All right. 
Hey, thanks so much for having me on today about wealth and and um, investing and how to uh, increase your wealth. Go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. All right. No problem. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for the show. Um, it's just been helping so many folks out uh, for, for quite a while. So I uh, love what you do. Thanks for being consistent. And uh, thanks for uh, letting me on. My pleasure. All right. So uh, what we do at Neighborhood Innovation is probably last year sometime we took on the initiative of really trying to help folks build wealth. We realize is that there's a lot of opportunity out there, but folks just don't understand and don't know about it. Um, a lot of information being shared, but sometimes it's just too much information. And for years, um, people of color, specifically black folks, uh, weren't able to participate in the stock market. And I think it was about maybe 100 years ago that uh, we're finally able to. Uh, but the stock market's much older than that. And so there's been wealth just passing through hands of other folks for just, you know, centuries, uh, decades, and we just haven't been able to participate. Well, now a lot of those barriers have been dropped, broken, pushed through, and we need to let each other know. So we have to make sure that correct, uh, trusted information gets out there. Um, some people will say that, you know, the stock market is, is a gamble. It's a risk. And that's true. It really is. The thing is, though, there's a difference between risk and educated risk. If you're if you have the educated risks, that way you're able to make decisions that have a high probability of coming out positive versus just kind of throwing stones and seeing what happens. So you got to put some strategy into it. Uh, so anyway, about a year ago, uh, Neighborhood Innovation said, uh, let's take on the task of trying to help folks in underserved communities uh, or just really anywhere that wants to get want to get started and teach the basics, the fundamentals to be able to get in and make some things happen. So we looked at just wealth gap in general, and we have these workshops that we do uh, monthly. And we start them off usually talking about how big the wealth gap is, because we need to understand how big this problem is. Um, when you look at the uh, wealth gap difference between whites and blacks, in 2016, Pew Research did a study that showed Blacks, $17,000 in wealth, which is not much. You have one emergency and that could wipe that out instantly and you're, and you're broke and you have zero. Uh, whereas we're 17,000 as African-Americans and Caucasians are at 171,000. So Caucasians have 10 times the wealth that Blacks have. And it's a thing where we want everyone to do well. We want Caucasians to do well, right? But there's enough to spread out. You know, there's enough for everybody to have something. And so that's what we want to get to. Uh, now, we're not, we're not talking about, we're not we're talk, not talk about, about uh, let's see, why, see, am, why I am I having, having that? Are you on speaker? No, I'm just on my regular laptop. Okay. I, I haven't switched anything. Let's see. Go ahead and continue. We're going to try to work it out in here. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so that's the, that's the wealth gap. And uh, so we want to do everything we can to try to reduce that. Right. Um, they say by the year, and this is a statistic that's really starting to get some traction. I'm loving folks uh, saying it because I've been saying it for a long time and folks look at me with, you know, the blank eyes, but now folks are starting to recognize that by the year 2053, African-Americans uh, wealth is scheduled to be at zero. And so what does a people do when their wealth is at zero? 
they have to stay alive. They have to eat. They still have to do what they have to do every day to keep their family secure. Um, so if you have zero wealth, you have to make some decisions that might not be the safest or the right things for you. Since we see this trajectory coming, we have to do something about it. So that's why I'm trying to get folks to get active. And the goal is really to start them off on a real basic fundamental level so that it's not overwhelming. Because a lot of times that's what happens. Uh, you get overwhelmed, decide not to move forward, and then you just watch everybody else make money. Um, and then, you know, we sit in a, in a position where we don't have to be. Uh, we just don't take the time to figure out the next steps and, and try to work it through. So a couple things. Um, what is a stock? You know, I always like to start off there because some folks don't understand. And the word stock and the word shares confuses people sometimes. So I really just try to start off on the basic level saying a stock is just ownership in a company. So if you have stock in a company, you are an owner, right? That just simply means that you have some rights some voting rights, whatever that might be. Um, now, how much of an owner are you? That's measured by shares. So if you have someone says, hey, I own shares in Hewlett Packard. OK, great. So that means they, they own stock. But how many shares do they have? So they might say have three shares of Hewlett Packard. And that's good. Right. That's a start. Someone else might say, hey, I own 250 shares of Hewlett Packard. So that just tells you they're a larger owner. They own a larger piece of the pie. So that's the difference. Uh, so the words are kind of used interchangeably, but technically a stock is just ownership. A share measures how much of that ownership that you actually have. So we always like to start off there. And then the thing that really changed the game to make it to where anybody can get involved now, I'm really excited about this because money has always been a barrier, right? Mm -hmm. So if you only have two nickels, what are you going to do with that, right? You can't buy a stock that's worth $80 a share. Uh, because it's just too expensive and you have other things you have to, you know, uh, pay for and other life expenses. So, you know, you can't you didn't have the luxury to be able to participate. Well, what happened is a few years back, they came out with fractional shares. So now if that stock is still $80 a share and you only have $20, well, before you couldn't participate and you had to just save up your money until you got to 80, then you can jump in the game. Well, today, you can use that $20 and go on with just that, right? Or even less. You can use however much you have in your pocket because you can buy, you don't have to buy the whole share. You can just buy a fraction of that share. Right. So that allows entry instantly. And what it does is let's say if that stock is worth $80 and then it doubles and goes to 160, right? Well, let's say you only put in 20 bucks. Well, your 20 bucks doubles as well. So it grows at the same rate, even though you don't own the full share. It just grows at the same rate. Okay. So now you can get in the game much faster and you can use whatever you have. Um, uh, some apps that are out there that are really popular are uh, like Robinhood. A lot of folks heard of that. I think that's probably the most popular one that's out there. Um, there's also Acorns. It's uh, another popular one. And then one I like a lot is Stash App. And with all those, you can get in with just five bucks. So if someone says, hey, I can't afford to get into the stock market. What I want you to do is hand them a five dollar bill and mm -hmm. tell them that obstacle is now gone. Let's move forward. Right. And you hold their hand and help them get there, because a lot of times people don't take that first step. If you take that first step, 
that's going to get you to the second step. But you will never get to that second step if you don't take the first. That first one is is the most important. Right, right. So, As you're talking about that, can you talk about your group, Black Growth Matter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Glad to. So in 2018, January, I think we started uh, BWM, Black Wealth Matters. And we're on Facebook, if anybody wants to look it up, uh, BWM Investments. And we started that as just an opportunity to be able to pool our money together, bring like-minded folks together, and be able to just make investments. The goal is not necessarily to get rich because that's what a lot of folks are after. However, everything we do teaches you the tools to get rich, right? The group can get rich if we want to. What we've done is... Um, we talk, we have meetings every month, usually twice a month, and we'll be talking about different investments, different investment opportunities, uh, and all kinds of stuff. And we actually have a portfolio. There's a lot of the things that we've owned and invested in, and we're actually making money. So Can you BWM, share with us, so you again? Share with us some of those investments that the group has made? I've yeah, seen yeah. Um, and, and, and so BWM is more of a open forum so anybody can jump in no charge come in and just kind of learn and what we what we ask is anything that you learn you go out and share with someone else because it's it's free knowledge and we're happy to give that away but we need everyone to share that knowledge because the black community is just doing so bad financially and we have to help each other so what we do is uh with these meetings we a few of us have said hey we actually want to, we're learning a lot here, right? We're coming to these meetings. We're learning all these business concepts, whatnot. We actually want to put some money in the pot and actually make investments. So there is a side group that is Elevation Enterprises, LLC. And that group, Elevation, if you put in a thousand bucks, you put your money in the pot and we actually make those investments. So again, BWM, free to everybody. Just come and learn and, and, and share, right? But we're going to be talking about Elevation Enterprises investments, and that makes the whole learning experience. So we kind of combine the two. Now, uh, is Elevation Enterprises still open for investing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have about 31 members currently. And, uh, and yeah, we're open. So uh, always looking for uh, the right folks to come in uh, that you know, kind of like-minded, similar goals, and we can push forward together because that's what we have to do is network and build. Uh, you had asked about some of the investments, and what we've done is we've made some um, hard money loans to, and specifically to black businesses because we said we want to help black businesses grow. So uh, one out there that we uh, were working with was a Classy Hippie Tea Company. Loved them. They have some of the best tea around. Um, and I know they're selling out of the co-op right now as well. So anyway, we gave them a small loan so they can kind of um, get some some product and kind of grow. So we helped them do that. And it was a it was a great deal. Uh, gave them a quick loan. They paid back with interest. We all made money. Everybody's happy. Um, let's see. Another one is we know a house flipper who who flips like. I think at his max, like eight houses a week. I mean, this this guy's a flipping machine, right? So we've thrown him some checks and said, hey, you know, we have some money we want to put in. Um, usually within four months, we'll get our money back, make a great profit um, and, and move on from there. Uh, also, uh, the Tulsa, 
Treff, Tulsa Real Estate Investment Fund. I might be saying that wrong, but it is Jay Morrison out of Atlanta. And uh, many of you may know uh, what he's up to, really trying to pull black dollars together to do some amazing things in real estate. So we have uh, shares in that organization and a couple other things, too. So we just really look for what makes sense for us. Uh, we always said we want to say it again. It sounds like it sounds like the investment is diverse, which is good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely try to keep it diverse. Um, we're actually just now getting into stocks. Uh -oh. Because we isn't to move fast, it's to learn and educate as we go. So we've been a little slow walking into some of the other pieces of diversification, but we're actually now starting to have meetings where we're putting on the floor ideas for stocks. So now we're starting to build a stock portfolio. Um, we don't want to rush. We just want to make sure that everybody's kind of learning at the same pace. And there's so many options when it comes to stocks. Uh, like I said, I've been teaching it with Neighborhood Innovation for quite a while, so I'll, I'll lend my input. We actually have a stock team that's looking at some stuff, um, looking at index funds and all kinds of other stuff. So we're going to end up putting together something this year for sure uh, that's going to be beneficial. Um, we're going to we'll have to decide as a group if we want to be aggressive or conservative. Um, so we're kind of working through some of those strategy pieces. Uh, but ultimately, we're going to have a, a, a very diverse portfolio. That's for sure. I kind of threw you off of the track you were on and speaking to people about investing for beginners. And you were talking about apps and I yeah. heard you, but I want you to get back to that. Right, so, right. Yeah. And then, okay. I, then at the end of the show, um, I want you to give information on how specifically how people can contact you based on yeah. what you. Perfect. Perfect. OK, thank you for that. Um, so the apps are, you know, that's what I'm really excited about the most. Um, as I mentioned, there's uh, I want to kind of go over in depth a little bit about the different uh, apps. So, for instance, Robinhood, let's start off with them. I do have a Robinhood account. Love it. Um, you can do so much on Robinhood. Uh, very user friendly. And um, you can buy crypto on it, which I like. And I do have some crypto and um, you can buy options, stock options. That's a whole nother uh, bag that we can kind of talk about another time. Um, so, so that's very diverse on Robinhood. So I really like it. And then there is acorns. <clears throat> oh, let me back up with Robinhood. <clears throat> you decide what you want to buy. So you find a stock you like, um, very easy. Just click buy and go for it. Uh, with acorns, it's a little bit different. <clears throat> Excuse me. Acorns is more of a fund manager that decides what stocks go into that fund. So if anybody is familiar with a mutual fund, it's just a group of stocks, right? So this fund manager says, hey, I like uh, these technology stocks, these five technology stocks, whatever. I'm going to group them up, put them all into a mutual fund. And then if you want to buy into the mutual fund, you can do that. So you'll own a little bit of everything that's in there. And so uh, Acorns, that's what they do. So they ask you only two questions. One, how much do you want to put in? And it's up to you, right? You say $5, you say $5,000, totally up to you. And then they say, do you want to go conservative, moderate, or aggressive? And you decide there. And the difference is with conservative, that means they're going to go after certain stocks that may not move very fast, but they've been around for a long time, like a General Electric or something like that, where they're very steady. They're making money. 
they aren't they aren't jumping, you know, and and doubling and 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 and, uh, and price in short periods of time. But over time, they always grow, uh, very stable, uh, very safe. And then if you say, hey, instead, I want to go aggressive, that might be some of these newer companies coming out, right? Don't have a track record, but have a lot of potential. At one time, Facebook, you know, it came out and it hadn't proven itself. So that would be like a new aggressive stock. Uh, but it did well and made plenty of money. So that would be like an aggressive mix. And then moderate is just everything in the middle, not conservative, not aggressive, but just kind of those mid range stocks. Um, so acorns will help you do that. And then you just log on, check it and see how it's doing. And you can make an adjustment if you say, hey, been rocking with conservative for a while, but it's not really moving as fast. I'm ready to take a little more risk. You can switch it to aggressive or, you know, any of the three options. So that's acorns. I have acorns account as well. And then uh, the last one is stash app. That's the one I like the most uh, because I think because I just really started with it and got really familiar with the tool, really user friendly. Um, and to start moving on that. So with Stash, it's very much like Robinhood. So you do pick your own stocks. Uh, you can't get crypto on it. That's part of the reason I do have that Robinhood account so I can have my crypto. Uh, but what I did is I said, folks want to get into my investment group, but it takes a thousand dollars to get in Elevation Enterprises. And a lot of folks just don't have that sitting around. So I said, how can a person get $1,000? And I thought, okay, let's look at stocks. So I opened up the Stash account as just a, a practice play account. It's real money, but I didn't put a whole lot of resource into it. I just said, you know, let's just try and see how fast I can get to $1,000. Well, started in 2018, so it's been um, a couple years now. And I think in July, I'm gonna measure it again, but so far I'm at a 370% return. Wow. Now, now and, and, you know, in the industry, if you have like an 8% or better return, that's that's good, right? It's not great, but it's good. Uh, but I have a 370% return. And it's not like I'm this stock picking genius, uh, because like I said, I didn't put a lot of research into it because I said, OK, let's look at the average person. They don't have time to do all this research. So let me just kind of keep my ears open not really do a lot of data gathering, but just kind of hear what's going on on different TV shows or the news or whatever. And I just started picking those stocks and lo and behold, um, ended up doing very well. What I did is I started off as I said, okay, let's put a hundred bucks in because I figured most people could come up with a hundred. It's a stretch for some, but you know, it's, it's doable for most. And then I said, I'm going to have it pull $5 a week from my bank account and that's it. Right? So I didn't have a lot to play with. Sometimes I wanted to buy more, but I didn't have enough in there. And I said, no, this is an experiment and I want to see how fast I get to a thousand. Um, so I think it took about a year and a half to get to a thousand and it took much longer than it should have. But there were all the trade tariff stuff going on and the, and the market was just going wild. And so that was a big slowdown. Had it not been for that, I think I would have hit that goal a lot faster. Uh, so anyway, the goal would be to, you know, have a person uh, invest, uh, just, you know, taking that that very simple approach, get that thousand bucks, be able to invest with Elevation Enterprise and, you know, keep it moving. So I have a question. What were the stocks? Do you mind sharing what those stocks were that you invested in? Yeah. Um, so the one that did the, the best, I'm going to actually pull up my portfolio here. Uh, the one that did the best is Tesla. And that's probably no big surprise. Uh, Tesla, I think I got a thousand percent return 
crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, crazy numbers. Um, so uh, that was a very good buy. And I just kind of kept on buying fractional shares. Um, right now, uh, like I said, I, I probably put in to date with the $100 that I put in plus the $5 a week. I think I'm somewhere close to about 1200 bucks that I put in with my own personal money. My account right now, I don't know if you can see that. Oh my gosh, $9,157.34. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's what I'm sitting at. So, took uh, 1200 out of my pocket, but it turned into nine grand. So, wow. you know, and, and like I said, not a lot of research at all. Um, let me actually pull up some of the holdings that I have. I'll just show you real quick. I know this isn't uh, high, high, high tech right here, but this is what it is. Tesla, Apple, Tesla. Netflix, Amazon, Nike. Okay, you're right. So these are just standard household yeah. names of companies that are probably doing well. Exactly. I got some uh, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, Norwegian Disney. Walt Disney. Yeah. So a lot of names that you know. Yeah, exactly. And um, like I said, my biggest winner, uh, 1,250% return from Tesla. And I think, let's see my other, I got a couple other ones. Most of these are giving me 20 to 60% returns. Mm -hmm. um, Snapchat did very well at hundred percent return. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, I just, you know, I bought PG and E um, I'm going to call off some of these other ones, uh, Moderna, uh, Clorox, you know, some of this hype stuff that was going on. Mm -hmm. And this is actually something that's kind of interesting. You have uh, Berkshire Hathaway is about the most expensive stock that I'm aware of. And it's about $345,000 for one share, mm -hmm. right? So most of us can't write that check for 345,000 just for one share of stock. But because of fractional shares, guess what? I own some of that, mm. right? So me and Warren Buffett, we're partners, right? <laughs> just like that. Nice to be able to say that. Right, right, exactly. Legitimately. Um, you know, my percentage is very low, but I'm in the game and that's what's important. Um, Starbucks, um, American Airlines, uh, Salesforce, mm. GoPro, Alibaba. Uh, I have this one that's called Empire State Realty Trust. Mm -hmm. And I found out that this group owns a bunch of buildings in New York and the Empire State Building was one of them. So I said, I want to own the Empire State Building. So I just bought fractional shares into the trust. So now I'm a legitimate owner, right? Mm -hmm. um, not enough to make a huge difference, but you know, it's just, uh, like I said, this was just an experiment account. So I wanted to, you know, just kind of see how it can grow and what it could do. Now the app that you did this experimental account through is Acorns? Uh, no, this one was Stash App. Stash App, okay. And uh, and so it's important that I mention that uh, I tried to pull up a slide. I'm having some um, technical difficulties on my side, so I apologize, everybody. I'm going to find a way to get this slide out. But what it shows is uh, referral codes. So this is why that's important. If you're going to if you plan to sign up on Stash App or um, Acorns or Robinhood, what happens is you can go straight to their sites and you can sign up and you can get uh, get an account. No problem. The thing is, what you want to do instead is you want to get referred in because if you get referred in, there's actually a benefit that comes with that. So, for instance, if you go to my referral code for Stash App, two things happen. One is when you open up your account, they will give you $20 for free, right? 
you sign up on your own, you don't get that. But if you get referred in, you do get that $20. And the cool part about it is my nonprofit that helps us do, you know, a lot of this teaching and education gets $20 as well. So it's a win-win, right? Uh, all through the referral code. With Robinhood, they do it a little different. Uh, when you sign up through our referral code, you get a free stock. And no telling what it's going to be. It could be something great or something not great, but it's free nonetheless. Right. Uh, so you get that. And then also my nonprofit gets a free stock as well. So, again, another win win. Acorns, uh, slightly different. They they have a lot of different promotions. They switch theirs up. So I don't know what's going on today, but um, they might give five dollars free or they might give one hundred dollars free. They just they do different things. So I want to get this. That's the. Um, the, the slide I want to get up so you guys could take a screenshot and pull up my referral codes. But what I'll do is wherever uh, Keisha has, is broadcasting this, I will go to those uh, links, post it and make sure you guys get it that way. And then also, um, if you come to our workshop classes, which I'll talk about in a minute, um, you can get all that information there as well. And I ask you if you could um, provide the list of the companies that you purchased, as well as the app that you used and the graphics that you referenced. And I'll definitely attach them to all of the posts as references for everyone to refer back to. We're making a note of that right now. So perfect. Yeah. Glad to share my portfolio again. You know, I'm not a, a, um, a stockbroker. So I can't necessarily, you know, tell you what to buy, but right. I can tell you what I bought. You'll be doing it at your own risk, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Quentin will be giving his contact information here at the end of the show. So stay tuned. Stay tuned to the end. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were going to commercial break. Um, perfect. Okay. I'll keep but that was good. Look. <laughs> that was that was the right message. Thank you for your attentiveness. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay, let's see. Um, also, I wanted to talk about oh Yahoo Finance. Uh, Yahoo Finance. It's um, a website which, uh, in our workshops, we do live demos, and um, I'm actually creating kind of like the basic 101 stock class, which which we have now. But I'm creating a, a 102 class, and that'll be actually doing a little bit of research, creating strategy, that kind of thing. And so, and that we'll be going over. Uh, it's actually finance.yahoo.com. And it's just an awesome um, website where you can get tons of information. And trust me, it can be overwhelming to someone who's just starting off. That's why I want to do the class on it so that we can say, hey, a lot of stuff on this page, but let's pay attention to these three or four things. Just kind of get you acclimated and then you can start growing it from there. Um, but that's the place that I go to get the majority of my research because it has all the data, all the charts, um, and then it pulls all the uh, news articles together just so you can all in one place. Um, it, it enables you to kind of get a full view of what's going on with that particular company. It has company profiles, who the management is, um, and, you know, all the data that you need to really feel safe about making the investment. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's another piece. And then questions I get a lot is, you know, what do you buy? What stocks do you want to buy? And what do you look for? And then when do you sell? Those are the two key questions I get the most. And so what I'll say to that is what you want to buy, it's totally up to you because you can do a search on a Google search. Uh, what are the top performing stocks for 2021? 
and they'll give you a list and you can buy those, right? You have no idea what they are, but they're performing well. So you might want to jump on that train, right? Or you can say, hey, there are some companies that I'm fairly familiar with, some stores that I shop at that I that I like. Um, so it's really up to you know what you believe in and what you think that company will do long term. Um, I like to buy companies that I'm fairly familiar with the majority of my portfolio, but then I will take some risks on, you know, somebody calls me and says, hey, you should buy CXR5, whatever it is, right? If it's a company that's doing well and it, and it kind of sounds good, I might risk a small bit of money just to kind of see what it does, watch it. If it does well, continue to buy more. So, you know, you can get into these hardcore strategies or you can just kind of do whatever makes sense to you especially if you're just playing around with a small portion of money. Once you start, you know, um, getting to the point where you're buying stocks at, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, you don't want to do that right off. You want to kind of get your feet wet a little bit, um, get some confidence, um, find your great resources and then go from there. Um, but if you're just doing this, you know, $5, $20, couple hundred dollars, you can afford to take risks. Um, that's not going to mess with your mortgage, your rent, um, still be able to get your perm done, uh, you know, so it's not it's not breaking the bank. Right. Um, so you can you can take you can gamble a little bit and play around. Now, when looking for a stock to buy, what I usually do is I look for uh, I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a geek with it because I've just been doing this for a little while. But I will actually go into finance.yahoo.com and I'll look at the management team, because if you find that it's, you know, someone from a, a big competitor, like, let's say um, you hear all the time uh, this new technology will come out and it'll say, hey, these are the former engineers from Tesla and they branched off and they started their own business and they're going to do some big things. That to me would be important because I'd know that they're coming with, you know, some type of reference background. Um, but you might find that someone is a CEO at one company, destroyed it, and then now they're coming over to the next company and you might not want to participate. You might not be confident with that management team. Um, so that's always important. Then you look at their board and see how their board is connected. Um, you know, who are they members of? What are their positions in other companies? And you get to say, hey, you know, this looks like some folks that are very well connected. I think they're going to look out for this company and, you know, uh, really manage it correctly. So you kind of get confidence. You're looking for you're looking at the management, basically saying who's holding the wallet, who's holding the financial piece, the finances of this right. company what is their background are they do are have they been tried and tested right. and all of public information you you're yeah. saying you're not saying that you had to go to some special area you said i googled <laughs> yeah. this public information right yeah absolutely as a matter of fact in finance.yahoo.com i keep on saying that because i want folks to get the website correct um you can look up how many shares each of the managers directors and top executives have uh, you can see when they sell those shares, because if they're selling off a bunch of shares, you might get a little nervous and say, hey, right. it's time to make a move. Right. Um, so, again, just look out for all those uh, pieces of information. And that, then uh, throw something in there. So when we hear those headlines that say. So such and such owner or CEO, or whatever, just sold, you know, a bazillion shares of what's, you know, what stock X, Y, Z. That's a cue that that stock is probably about to drop a little bit at right. least. Right. Those are the kinds of headline signs that we need to be looking out for and paying attention to. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Michael, um, we're going to take a little break. Okay. But when we come back, you, you've got a lot of people chiming in and, and checking this out and wanting to know and wanting to be a part. So when we come back, I want you to um, finish what you're talking about, but you've got to tell everybody how to get in touch with you before we end the show. They want to know, how can we be down? So I'm so happy because that was the whole purpose of this show. You are listening, ladies and gentlemen, to Michael Blair on 97.5 FM KDEE. We are showing you how to get into the stock market as a beginner, and we will be right back. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Selling slack. Hey Sacramento, you're listening to 97.5 FM KDEE. I am Agent Key. We are selling Sacramento. Coming back from the break and where we've been talking about how to invest in the stock market for beginners. Mr. Michael Blair. Hey, sir. We're back. We're back. Thank you. Thank you. I'll let you finish it out. Okay, cool. Um, so I want to get to the contact information, but I just want to put one more thought out there as a follow up. Uh, we left off. We were talking about management, right, of the company. And so remember when Elon Musk, uh, CEO of Tesla, remember when he was on a podcast and he was smoking weed and kind of talking a little reckless? Well, America wasn't ready for a CEO smoking weed on a podcast and talking crazy. <laughs> and so all of a sudden what happened, that stock price dipped. Folks start getting out saying, hey, we don't have trust in that manager. Here's the thing. You can't always run. You have to make the decision for yourself because that's when I said, look, I'm going to buy because one, I believe the company, regardless of the CEO, the company is on cutting edge technology and it's going to do well. That's when I start buying. So my, I, I benefited because the stock price was, I can't remember exactly, but it was something like $700 a share. It went down to $300 a share. And that's when I got in. Um, and then now it's up. It, it, matter of fact, it got so high, it, it split and I got even more shares. And we'll talk about stock splits another time. Um, but now, you know, as you see, I got that 1200 percent return. So I'm, I'm really happy with with the fact that I stuck with it. Me too. Yeah. So so uh, so that's when do you when do you buy or what do you buy and what do you look at? So that's kind of a little bit on that. And then when do you sell? That is totally subjective because. Like I said, if you believe in the company, don't sell. If the stock price starts going down, guess what? Maybe you should buy more because now you're buying at a discount, right? It's almost like the stock went on sale, 50% off, whatever. You buy now because you, you think in the future it's going to climb. There's no guarantees. But for instance, uh, when everything went down uh, around March 18th through the 20th, everything in the stock market went down. Um, that was a great time to buy because now most all the companies have rebounded, um, especially companies like Netflix, who's like doubled since then. Uh, so that was a good time to buy. So you can't always run when the stock price goes down. Sometimes if it goes down, like Sears was in 2012, it was $52 a share. Now it's about 52 cents a share. Um, so, you know, sometimes you should leave when it's going down, but you have to just kind of think about the company and pay attention to what you think it's going to do long term. So that's that. And then also goals. I just want to hit on that real quick. Um, focus on some goals. Don't try to make goals too overwhelming because what happen is you won't do them. Um, so just buy one stock. Just jump on one of those um, uh, apps that I told you about and just buy one stock and just look at it and watch it for a month, however long it takes. Uh, 
uh, and then say, OK, I'm going to buy another one in the next month and just kind of build from there. So you don't have to jump in and uh, take huge risks. Instead, just get familiar with the process, uh, get comfortable and then do more. Let's see. I want to end off on uh, contact information uh, with Neighborhood Innovation. We do workshops on stocks. We do workshops on uh, uh, life insurance. That's probably the most important class that we hold, but nobody shows up. It's crazy. We'll like one person will show up. Sometimes nobody shows up. But life insurance is so important. That's such a, a easy way to pass on wealth for generations. And we can show you easy ways to do that for cheap. Um, so pay attention to that. And also, uh, let's see, credit building. And then, of course, um, stocks and budgeting and some other things that we do. But I want to give you the website now. I wish I had a slide for you. So I'll say it slow and I'll say it twice. Neighborhoodinnovation.com. So again, neighborhoodinnovation.com. That will get you to the website and you can see you click on wealth and then you start to see all kinds of classes that will come up. And then I'm going to actually throw out my cell number because I'm not afraid to do that. Um, so 916-208-5123. Again, 916-208-5123. Just send me a text. Uh, glad to try to connect and make sure that you have the information for the next classes. Um, I'm trying to, you know, when I can afford to do time, I'll do private sessions. I can't do it as often as I'd like to, but, you know, we can maybe work something out. Uh, but the classes are what I really recommend for you and your family, because if you do it by yourself, it's one thing. But if you get your family involved now, it's the whole team working together and you can really build that wealth. And how do they reach you on the Facebook platform? Oh, Facebook. Um, neighborhood Innovation on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, yeah. what about the Black Wealth Matters? Oh, okay. Black Wealth Matters. Uh, if you go to BWM Investments on Facebook, BWM Investments, you'll get to know everything we're doing out there. It's so much you can learn just off the Facebook page. You don't even have to come to the meetings. I, I recommend that you do. But even if you don't, so much information shared there that you can grow from. Now, I didn't know that there was a Neighborhood Innovations Facebook page. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's really team of one. Me just working it. And, you know, I got so much going on. I don't get really active on it, but it is there. And anytime we have any workshops, we definitely push the information out there and then some other stuff sometimes, too. So. And do you have the next class for do you have the next class lined up? What's the next? Um, don't have the February schedule together yet. Just a little late in building that. We just finished our last January class uh, yesterday. Last night we had a stock session. Um, and so, yeah. So if anybody caught those, uh, thanks for coming. But. We'll do another series uh, for February. I'll try to get that information out in the next um, by the end of this week should be up. Are your classes recorded? Could they go back and watch a previous class? Not yet. Uh, we're, we're working, working out some bugs to where we get it, you know, super tight before we start recording it and distrib distributing it. Uh, but for now, it's more just uh, come on, catch it when you can. And um I might start doing some Facebook lives, possibly. So I'll give that some consideration. Um, that is probably a great direction to go, Mr. Blair. Some live Facebook. Way to share Facebook. the knowledge. So that's what it's about. Sharing <laughs> I it. see a lot of people here in the chat looking. They they want to know. They want to know. Sometimes I post on my Facebook page information about different stocks that I've 
invested in and how they're doing. And the first thing people want to know is how can I do that? And so that was one of my reasons for having you on the show today, just to tell people how to get started. And nutshell, before we close, can you do an overview of a, a simple ABC? This is what you do. Okay, sure. Yeah, just go out, uh, go to the App Store, as Keisha was mentioned earlier in the program, and just get on Stash App, Robinhood, Acorns, or whatever platform you want to use, and download the information, connect it to your bank account, and then just start exploring. Um, it's about, you can explore it through the app. Um, you can go on to Google and just kind of Google uh, what kind of stocks you're interested in. And just start learning and get comfortable with uh, one stock at a time and make that purchase. It's very simple on those apps. Just click buy, uh, put in how much you want, how many shares you want, and that's it. And just sit back and watch and do it with someone else. I'd imagine getting other folks involved so that you can all kind of keep each other motivated and keep each other accountable and, and learn together. Awesome. Thank you again, Mike, so much for being on the show today. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank Looking you. forward to having you back on the show. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in and for listening. And I want to remind you that if you are doing what you were created to do, I will see you at the top. Bye bye. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Selling slack, selling, selling slack.